Hey friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you are eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. So we're continuing on this idea of our practical use of God's Word. We talked about having a plan, establishing a plan. That's going to be great. Maybe it's a reading plan. Maybe uh, you're going to set a goal to, to read X amount. Whatever you're going to do, that's great. Bottom line is set a plan. But as we talked in our last episode, we don't find anywhere in Scripture that we're commanded to read the Bible. Uh, but we are commanded to meditate on it. And I said I, we could list multiple things that we should do in the practical use of God's Word, but I believe it's all summed up in this one command to meditate on God's Word day and night. You say, what do you mean? We could say you need to memorize Scripture. You need to read Scripture. Uh, you need to study Scripture. You need to uh, uh, practically apply Scripture. And all of those are right. They're correct. And But I think as we look at the idea or really the truth here of meditating on Scripture, all of those go into it. They all go one in hand with this idea of meditating. And so we've never, I don't find in scripture that you need to read a certain amount of scripture uh, per day, per week, per month. So be careful with the comparing yourself. Be careful with the, well, that person reads so much, so I need to read. Um, I've gotten to points in my Christian life where, yes, I've read the Bible through many times. I've set goals that way. I think it's a goal maybe every Christian should uh, set for their, their sales for, uh, for their lifetime to at least read it through once to get the full aspect, to hear everything that God has to say about himself. Um, if, if you can't do that goal, uh, every year, there's no no problem with that. Don't compare yourself because somebody else is. Maybe for you, you're just going to read through the New Testament this year. Maybe for you, you're just going to uh, read through the book of Matthew for the entire year. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, what we need to do and be careful of is not to speed read just to check a box to say, oh, I read the Bible through in a year. Or, I read it through twice in a year and not get anything from it. I mean, better to read one verse, soak it in, and get something from it than to read the entire Bible and get nothing from it. Um, I know sometimes we can just read just to read. Uh, I know because that's happened in my life. And there came a point a couple years back where I said, okay, I'm done. Not done reading the Bible, but done following this specific reading schedule. I'm just reading to read. I'm checking boxes, and I need to slow down. I need to marinate. I need to really soak in what God's word is. So I'm just going to do the New Testament for this year. And then I've even slowed down more than that. That's just me personally. And it may change next year, next week, next month. For me, variety is the spice of life. I'm just trying to share with you personally what I've encountered. And I've had to be very careful not to compare myself with others. I'm a preacher. And so I attend preachers fellowships and conferences and different things. And so I'll hear preachers sometimes. And some of them, they avidly read the word of God. And that's great, maybe for their season of life. But what they're doing doesn't necessarily mean that's what I have to do. And so I used to feel guilty and I used to think I'm not measuring up and all these different things. I have to remember to do me as God is leading me. And so what I'm saying to you is do you as God is leading you. And so let's focus on this idea of meditating on scripture. That is the command we find. It's not a certain amount of scripture, but it is to meditate. And look what the passage says here. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate. Watch this, day and night. And so our word meditate here means this. It means to growl, to groan, to mutter, 
or to speak. Now, I don't know what uh, vi- visual you get in your mind when you think about meditating, but I automatically think about someone with their legs crossed, their hands kind of out to their side with their fingers pinched together, and they're just trying to reach this place of nirvana. They're trying to empty their mind completely out. They're trying to, to reach someplace. But that's not the idea of biblical meditation. It's a verb, so it's action. We're doing something. And notice what it says here, to growl. You think about a dog growling, to groan. You think about an old person groaning, or maybe you know, you, you've you gone out and run or exercise more than you should have, and you get out of bed and you do what? You groan. Uh, you mutter. Somebody mutters something under their breath or to speak. What What is their noises? So what I want you to catch is it involves the idea of audible communication, either to self or with another. And so uh, it's the opposite, really, of what we have in our minds of silence. Meditation is an active state of mind and mouth. And maybe you have the idea that you kind of mull it over. You kind of... uh, Chew it over, chewing the cud. Maybe you've heard that expression used where you're just constantly thinking on it and kind of turning it over in your mind. So let me give you a few ideas here about how we can meditate on God's word each day because that is what's commanded. So should we approach God's word? We should. How often should we approach it? We should approach it daily. Uh, with meditation, maybe it doesn't mean, uh, let me just, let me go into this and I think that'll bring it out before I get ahead of myself. So number one, do this, read and reread the scripture. Okay, in order to meditate, obviously you have to read it in order to meditate it. So we would say read and reread the scripture so you can fully kind of understand what it is. This may be one verse. This may be a paragraph. This may be a response of Paul to someone. This may be whatever it is, a, a parable of Jesus. Whatever it is, just, just kind of narrow it down. Read and reread the scripture. And then read it aloud to yourself. You say, what do you mean read it aloud to myself? Well, see, this was a common practice of the Jews. They would read Scripture out loud to themselves. There's a great benefit of this, as I'm going to show you in just a moment, but that's the idea of meditating. You're reading it, but you're reading it aloud to yourself. What would be the benefit of that? Well, one, you're going to allow God to speak to you through His Word. As you hear yourself audibly read God what he wrote to you out loud back to yourself. And reading aloud to yourself also helps you to remember more information than just reading silently or hearing it read aloud. Uh, There was some research done over 95 college students about this idea of what's the best way to remember or memorize information. And so this research was published in the journal named or titled Memory. And it finds this. It finds that the act of reading and speaking text aloud is a more effective way to remember information than reading it silently or just hearing it read aloud. The dual effect of both speaking and hearing helps encode the memory more strongly, this study reports. They utilized 95 college students over two semesters and found that the participants remembered more words if they read them aloud compared to all other conditions. Even the one where people heard their own voices reading the words. Maybe they had them recorded and they just played it back. The most effective was them reading it and reading it aloud to themselves. You say, why are you saying that? We want to meditate on Scripture and we want to be efficient. We want to make sure if I'm going to read it, and I struggle with this because I love reading, but I don't always read out loud because one, I'm not used to doing it. Two, it may sound weird. Three, Uh, I don't know. There's just a third reason that I just don't want to do it, right? Um, But what I'm learning here, if I want to be efficient, 
I want to internalize God's word. I want to right memorize. Remember, we're supposed to memorize scripture, and we should. There's all different ways you can do that. But if you're meditating, you're going to automatically be reading and memorizing. Think about that. So if we'll learn to meditate, we're going to do all these other actions within the meditation. So read it aloud to yourself. I challenge you to begin doing that. I've started to do that. I don't always do it. I have to catch myself because naturally I just read silently. Uh, But I'm beginning to try to read out loud. It doesn't mean it has to be loud. It can be. It can be soft, whatever it is. But read out loud to yourself. And then thirdly here, talk to yourself and the author about it. How many of my listeners talk to themselves a lot? All right, right. Uh, some of us, we walk around talking to ourselves. Some of you, you carry on straight up conversations with yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. Some people think that's that's weird. It's crazy. Well, here when you meditate, uh, you can talk to yourself silently, of course. You can talk to yourself audibly. But meditating is talking about what you are reading. It's talking it over in your mind, in your head. You're talking back to the author via prayer, via meditation about what you're reading. Have a deep discussion with yourself. Ask questions of the text. What does it mean to be blessed here, God? Uh, what is the, how can I delight in the law of the Lord? I need to delight in it. Uh, and if I delight, I'm going to be what? I'm going to be happy. If I delight in it, then I'm going to meditate on it. If I delight in it, I'm going to be like this tree planted by. Just talk it over. Think it over. What, what does that mean? What is, and that's going to really roll right into studying the text, which is next, which we want to talk about. But ask questions of the text. Think about what it is saying. Dissect the passage. This naturally causes memorization and a deeper understanding of Scripture. And then I would say talk with others. Talk about it with others. So read and reread the Scripture. Read it aloud to yourself. Challenge yourself there. Talk to yourself and the author about it and talk about it with others. Share your thoughts, get their ideas. This causes you to consistently be thinking through the passage. Many times other people will have a different perspective than maybe you will. Um, Then here as we meditate and as we're trying to think about the practical use of God's word, plan to study it. Now, you may have to commit to studying God's Word before you want to study God's Word. But I think as I, even as I list this separately, uh, we've said plan to use it. We've said meditate on it. we said plan to study it. And we'll say plan to apply it. But really, the study goes right into meditation. Because what we want to do is, in order to study Scripture, um, I think it's a good thing to study Scripture. The Bible tells us we should do that. That's how we can have a greater understanding. But I know I say the word study, and everybody goes, ooh, study? Uh, I read, but I don't know about studying. How many of you like to study? There's very few hands that will go up. I asked this a couple weeks ago, and no hands went up. Nobody likes to study. Uh, but if if the Bible is a book that teaches, and a book all about the infinite God of the universe, should we not take time to study it, to fully understand it? How do we study Scripture? We're going to plan a passage, a person, verse, whatever it is for that day, that week, that month, whatever it is, we're going to meditate. And as we meditate, we're going to do this. We're going to ask questions of the text. We already mentioned that. Who, who is this passage talking about? Is there more than one person or group? Are there any similarities or comparisons? Who, what, when, where, why, how, right? What, what type of literature is it? What is the main theme? When, when was it written? Does that even matter? What, under what circumstances was it written? Where, where does the passage take place? Why, why was this passage written? Is it prescriptive or is it descriptive? Meaning, is it telling me to do something or is it just telling me about something? And begin to ask those questions in your head while you're meditating. You say, well, I struggle to meditate. Here's what you can do. 
Ask the questions. You can remember who, what, when, where, why, how, right? So find you a passage, find you a verse, find you whatever, and meditate on it, all right? Read it aloud to yourself. Think about it. Talk to somebody else about it. While you're thinking about it, ask the questions, who, what, when, where, why, how, and guess what you're doing? You're meditating on it. But don't forget the most important and vital step, all right? And that is to apply it. Whatever God is speaking to your heart about, do it. I think the most inefficient and most pointless thing we can do is read the Bible and get nothing out of it. And so maybe it's helpful for you to write, to journal, to to type it out in uh, your notes on your phone, whatever it is. This is what this means to me. This is what I need to do. This is how this helped me. This is what I learned. You see, this is the difference that Jesus talked about of building your life on sand or a rock. If you don't apply what you're reading, you're building your life on sand. And guess what? When life gets hard and the temptations come, the trials come, they're going to knock your Christian life over. Uh, But if you build on a rock, how do you build on a rock? You listen to Jesus's words and you do them. He says, I will liken this person uh, uh, as a person who built their house upon a rock and the wind floods and all that came. So ask the question, how? How can I apply this passage to my life? What does this passage mean for me today? Is there anything specific that I need to do? And so Practically use God's word. This is a very important and foundational building block in our faith. And sometimes it's cliche to talk about studying the Bible, reading the Bible. But if you don't walk away with anything else from these past two episodes is this. Find a plan, make the plan, whatever it is, and then meditate. Meditate will encompass memorization. Meditate will encompass study. And meditation will encompass uh, reading. And meditation should accompany, accompany applying it to your life. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.